Hello, 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 and welcome to the Midlife Crisis Podcast. I am a licensed and ordained reverend by the state. I am also a certified spiritual life coach, and I am also an astrologer on my way to becoming a certified professional astrologer by the state. You can find The Caribbean Astrologer on Pinterest um, at The Caribbean Astrologer. (laughs) You can also email me at thecaribbeanastrologer at gmail.com. If you click on the link in my Pinterest bio, it will take you over to my website where you can purchase your 90-day transiting natal chart report. Okay. For those um, that are new to the podcast, welcome. For those that have been following me from day one, welcome. <laughs> and those of you that pop in every now and then, thank you and welcome. <laughs> so, um, I also have a blog. And the name of the blog is The Caribbean Astrologer. And I'm also on TikTok at The Caribbean Astrologer. Okay? All right. So, I'm going to be talking about some spiritual work. Now, I let everybody know that I'm a whole Christian. I believe in the Holy Trinity, God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit. With that being said... I also have some natural spiritual gifts that um, they, they just unfolded on its own over the course of my life. So um, I am not a witch. I don't do voodoo and hoodoo and spellcraft, witchcraft and whatever other craft and whatever other stuff is going on. However, I do know things, okay? And I know things uh, because God has permitted it. He allowed me to know. No one taught it to me. Um, It came, I want to say naturally, but I know that it it all came from God. So for those of you that may not know, uh, Enoch was taught spiritual work from God himself. The book of Enoch, as we all know, had been removed from the Bible. But you can get that book, or listen to it rather, for free on YouTube, the audio book. And you can see for yourself um, what that book said and the things that Enoch learned. Uh, Enoch learned about herbs and crystals and astrology and the list goes on. There's a part in the Bible, I believe in the book of Genesis, um, don't quote me on that, but they were talking about the Nephilims, who were giants. They came down to earth, um, saw the women were beautiful, and pretty much said, listen, I'll teach you what God taught me if you grant me access. They saw that the women were beautiful, and they wanted to mate with the women. So the Nephilim a.k.a. the giants, taught women. You heard what I said? Women 
spiritual work. Now, the Nephilims were also taught these things uh, from God. That's what the book of Enoch says. Now, I wasn't there. I don't know. But what I do know is what he taught me and uh, what my spiritual team teaches me. I don't knock anybody who, you know, has their ancestor altar or whatever it is that they have. Uh, I don't have an ancestor altar. I do have an altar of prayer. And you can Google Bible verses about the altar of prayer. Now, I mentioned what was on my altar of prayer before, but I will mention it again. Of course, is the staple of the Bible. I have a menorah. I have a statue that says faith. I have um, some flowers on the altar. I have some praying hands and I have a couple other things um, like little pictures that have scriptures on them. Okay, That's my altar of prayer. Now, am I cleaning it and doing all of this stuff to it? No. When I clean, in general, I do dust. I know that some people, they put different color cloths on their um, altars and they put alcohol on it and whatever it is that they put on it. Um, I do not. Is it biblical? Is it in the Bible? Absolutely. The Bible talks about um, a blue cloth, a white cloth, and a red cloth that is to be used on the altar. And the different colors have different meanings. Okay? So if you so choose to use a cloth, that is up to you. I personally do not have one. My altar does not serve... um, What other people may have their altar purposes for. Mine's is simply there as kind of like my memorial or my remembrance of God. So I don't walk to my altar, even though I call it the altar of prayer. I don't walk to it and and pray. Um, I pray at any time uh, and anywhere. When I, even when I say my affirmations and my mantras, I'm not going to my altar and saying my affirmations and my mantras. Uh, I could be brushing my teeth and I'll say my, my prayer, my affirmation, or my mantra. Okay? So again, my altar is really just there as my remembrance of God. It's not like a working altar. Okay? The Bible talks about a lot of different things and I've always said that I'll do a podcast talking about the different things that um, metaphysically speaking the different things that God had showed me uh, that was in the Bible so when I have the unction to do that I will do just that now my roots is in the Caribbean the Caribbean and um, most people Regardless of where you're from, they have some form of a spiritual practice. Some um, are just different from others, just is contingent upon the culture. Um, and I know 
a lot of my family, well, let me say this. The ones who um, I have their natal chart, I see that we have the same spiritual gifts. So it's kind of like the ancestors passed down certain spiritual gifts from one generation to another. But again, the people that I have their natal charts, I see we have the same spiritual gifts. So I could kind of say, you know, this is what my great-great-grandfather had or this is what my great-great-grandmother had, okay? So you can find your spiritual gifts in your natal chart if you want. And maybe one day I'll put that um, as a service on my website to help people know what their spiritual gifts are and how to use their spiritual gifts based off of the natal chart. Think about that one. So, uh, I've been talking about a paradigm shift that's going to be felt during Virgo season. Um, there's the division has already begun, and what we're going to experience is a great divide between those who are not woke and those who are woke. <laughs> I hate that word. <laughs> Uh, so to say it another way, those who um, are spiritually inclined and those who refuse to be spiritually inclined, we're going to see more of a division. And in that division, we're going to start seeing more talks of um, time and time jumping and paradigms and paradigm shifts and so forth and so on. People are going to come out uh, and talk about their experiences and things that they found through research um, that our gov maybe have been hiding. We're going to hear more of that. And the purpose for that um, is to let people know that number one, time is shifting and number two, time is speeding up. Um, more time portals will be seen around the world astrologically speaking okay I saw this in our natal chart we're going to see more portals around the world we've all heard of the Mandela effect alright alright spirit team alright alright <clears throat> so I have to change this <laughs> topic a bit. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be seeing more of that, right? People are going to be catching stuff on film, on their you know, live and videos and things of that sort. It's going to be more of that, okay? So if you're like me, you've been experiencing your Wi-Fi not working or going in and out, or you may be having vivid dreams and headaches or you may fall asleep between 3 and 4 a.m. Um, and you've also been having symptoms of not really feeling hungry. This is because of the paradigm shift. It has already happened. It's just intensifying. All right. Okay, so I hear my spiritual team saying to me, tell them about the Black Madonna. So I learned that the Pope is worshipping and has always worshipped 
the black Madonna, a female, a woman. This is a Caucasian man, right, who is worshiping a black woman. On top of that, their Catholic church shows Caucasian saints. Paul, Peter, all of the 12 apostles, uh, and even Yeshua. They show them as Caucasian saints. They are not Caucasian saints. They are melanated saints. A real Catholic church will have pictures photos or paintings, whatever, of melanated saints. Now you have to ask yourself, why would the Caucasian man worship a black woman? And why are they pushing the wrong ethnic Apostles. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm trying to ask you. Excuse me. Did you know that in 2021, a group of Caucasian men got together? They went wherever they went and pardoned the witches of Salem. Did you know that the witches of Salem were black women? Over 2,000 black women were pardoned hundreds of years later by a group of white men. Why did they do that? Mm-hmm. You can Google it and research it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Feminine energy. is being highly regarded specifically the feminine energy of melanated women now what type of problem do you propose is coming that they decided hundreds of years later to go and pardon melanated women who've been dead for hundreds of years why Could it be that they have a personal astrologer? <laughs> oh, you mean just like the White House has a personal astrologer that gets paid $300,000 a year? Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Uh. Have you been noticing that 
people that go a little bit too hard on the melanated women has been suffering severe consequences or death. This water good, y'all. How have I been saying it's a great time to be melanated? (laughs) Uh huh, uh huh. You picking up what I'm putting down? Okay. So. I also mentioned that the earth is going to purge some people of it, unfortunately, but that's what's going to happen. You want to pay attention to the type of people that are being purged. And you want to take a look at, is a melanated female the root of why they were purged. Oh, come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. I also saw in the natal chart how melanated women, specifically melanated women, leaving corporate America in droves. Do you know what that's going to do to the economy? No, that's okay. You'll see. You'll see. Uh, Did you know that specifically melanated women keep 80%? 80%. That's not even a word, (laughs) y'all. 87% of money in circulation. 87% in circulation. Did you ever notice how melanated women home managed money, multiplied or even tripled that money? Ah, is that right? Oh, <laughs> oh, what a great time to be melanated. Uh-huh. Wait, hold on. of money is in circulation because of melanated women. So if 87% of money is in circulation because of melanated women and they leave corporate America, what is going to happen? Big businesses is up Schitt's Creek, I tell you that. So, 
Now that I've talked about that, as spirit has led, I want to tell you to just follow your instincts and follow your intuition uh, when it comes to being in alignment with God and in alignment with your spiritual belief system. Don't be all over the place. Have your hard nose and your boundaries, but you won't do. I think I talked about, uh, and I always say his name wrong because when he said it to me, and I say it, it's completely different. Like he, he said it with some oomph in it, a real accent going on. I can't repeat it. Samdy, Smeddy, he came to me and I was like, uh-uh, bruh. Nope. And it was another one that had came to me, and I was like, nope, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Certain people, certain entities, it's a hard no for me, or a respectful no for me. I have my spiritual team. I'm good. That's, that's it. I don't knock anybody that work with Samdi or Smeddy or any of the Orishas or any of the saints. It's your culture, then that's your culture. For me, I'm a whole Christian. And I have found that my Christianity uh, protects and saves my candy ass. Okay? It does. And it has. The monkeypox is a spirit. That thing came to me twice. And all I did was rebuke it in Jesus' name. The second time it came back, I spanked that spirit. And it didn't come back again for a third beating. A spiritual beating. Did not come back. But that's because God taught me spiritual warfare, that I know how to do these things. So if you want to learn spiritual warfare, ask God. Ask Him. And wait for Him to respond. But that thing is a spirit. And it was trying to get on me, y'all. And I was like, nah, God ain't raised no punk chick. Are you nuts? I wasn't calling on no saint. I wasn't burning candles and blowing dust and whatever else was going on. I didn't do any of that. I didn't do nothing. First time I spanked it. No, the first time I rebuked it. And I went to sleep. The second time it came around, I said, oh, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. And I whooped it and it left. That's it. Now, I heard people say when it came to the Rona, especially those that were hospitalized, they have said that it was a spirit and it was a spiritual warfare that they was in and they had to fight for their life. Now, when the monkeypox came and it was a spirit, I understood then why the people 
who said that Rona uh, was a spirit, was an actual demon. I understood it. Starts off in the spiritual realm, then it, it, it manifests in the natural. No, you're not. No, don't come over here. I go to hell. Matter of fact, that's where you go. Go to hell. Don't bother nobody. Just go straight to hell. That's not what's going to happen with this monkeypox business. The first death of monkeypox was found in Texas. And you can Google that and see for yourself. The numbers are going to start now. And they're going to exaggerate like they did the last time. But prepare yourself for another shelter in place or a lockdown. I said it before, I said it again. I saw Aries at zero degrees in a transiting chart. And I said, uh-oh, because that's what happened in the natal chart for the Rona. Zero degrees is the beginning, period, no matter what astrology sign it is. Zero degrees is the beginning. So... With all of that being said, I'm going to share with you some light work that my spiritual team taught me. So the first one is a very, (coughs) excuse me, super easy, super simple bath. It's not doing the most. You get you some Dr. Teal's. Yep, Dr. Teal's. Now this bath is just going to calm you and soothe you, relax you, uh, and just feel overall peaceful. There are different types of Dr. Teal's baths. And if you know anything about um, herbs, you'll know the meanings of them. Like rose petals is for love. They have eucalyptus protection and they have lavender coconut and all sorts of things. If you Google the spiritual meaning of these things, then you'll have, you know, a different perspective of these different, you know, herbs and scents. I personally, I tried rose, I tried lavender, and I tried eucalyptus, and the eucalyptus one was the best for me. So you try it and see which one works the best for you. So again, this bath is simply just overall peace and calmness and tranquility. Nothing super major. So my eucalyptus Dr. Teal's bath is the bath oil, the eucalyptus bath oil, the Epsom salt. And let me tell you something about the Epsom salt. Don't put a lot in your bath. It'll dry the heck out of your skin. And you don't want that. And you'll probably start <laughs> itching too. So a little bit goes a long way. So the bath oil, the Epsom salt, the bubble bath, and the shower gel, and the lotion, or eucalyptus. When I take that particular bath, I do it at night before I go to bed. By the time I get ready to get in my bed, I turn my Himalayan salt rock lamp on and I go to sleep 
and when I wake up in the morning, I feel like my sleep was better and I feel more refreshed and more alert. So you can try that and see how it works for you. Again, the brand is Dr. Teal's, T-E-A-L apostrophe S. Okay, hold on. Always doing something in the middle of my podcast, yeah. Um, this one, my spiritual team taught me, uh, it was because someone had tried to do sex magic on me. And it's super simple, super, super simple, super easy. Don't take a lot. Don't cost a lot. Nothing super major, you know, anything like that. I find that it works to break other people's, you know, spells from off of you. And it'll break those psychic attachments that people have on you. Um, another thing that my spiritual team taught me was that um, if you're having um, perverted dreams, dreams of perversion, um, sex dreams, and you wake up and you wet, you know, soiled yourself. This is someone thinking about having sex with you and they're spiritually attaching themselves to you. Uh, what they might not know, uh, it could be unintentional by them. Uh, they're actually doing sex magic. And some people do sex magic on purpose. Remember I talked about Mars and Gemini in that eighth house and how um, bisexual people were going to be doing more sex magic for whatever reason that they're going to be doing it for. How, you do, how do you break this? Black walnuts. When, I, when my spiritual team told me about the black walnut now, I went and Googled the significance of it, and I learned that the black walnut tree itself has some nutrients in its roots, and the nutrients that are in the roots of the tree prevents other things from attaching itself to the tree. It's like a block or protection. Hence, the black walnut in itself will break things. Go to the website nutsnuts.com. Get you some black walnuts. Uh, think I paid nine dollars for a small bag. Get you a big bag. Um, gonna need it coming up um, because you're gonna have to take those baths more often. Um, previously, before this Virgo season, you just needed to take the bath whenever you knew. Uh, you know, someone was trying to attach themselves to you. Uh, now you're going to have to do it more often, like spiritual hygiene practice, kind of like how you do your self-care practice. You're going to have to uh, put into practice spiritual hygiene. So, 
All you do is get the biggest pot you got, put a couple of walnuts in there, boil that water, uh, create, draw you a bath, maybe half a tub, whatever you want to do. Pour that black water, and that water is going to be black, black, black. You won't even see the walnuts at the bottom of the pot. Um, pour that in the bath, sit in that bath for about 10, 15 minutes. Say your prayers, your affirmations, your mantras, whatever you want to do. You can read Psalms 91 if that's what you want to do. Um, and when you get out of the tub, within five minutes or so, you're going to feel like something broke. You're going to feel clean. You're going to feel free. You're going to feel lighter. You'll feel it. Okay. Okay. So that's the black walnut bath. That's the break some shit bath. Okay. The other one uh, I want to tell you about, I, I called it my bitch be gone spray. And how I got this was because um, my super came into my apartment to fix something in my kitchen and when my super left I I was able to feel like trapped energy in one spot in my kitchen and because I'm spiritually inclined I knew that it was um, his hormones he was extremely hormonal and I don't think that he meant to project that energy at all whatsoever, but he did. And it was disgusting. And the way my spiritual gifts work, I can taste certain energies and certain spirits, and which is nasty. Sometimes I can smell the spirit. And if you ask me, it smells like garbage truck juice on 100 on like steroids it's disgusting and I have walked into that trapped energy in my kitchen it was like put, 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 ew. oh my god put, put. oh my god <laughs> oh my god it was nasty y'all it was nasty so my spiritual team had me make this spray now, another way you can remove trapped energy is you can open up the windows and burn your sage. But this spray, um, I found a variety of different uses for it. I can use it as my spiritual hygiene in my home to remove any stagnant energy, if any at all. Um, I could use it in the car to remove any stagnant energy um, or any trapped energy, whatever, if it's a negative energy, whatever, it's going to get rid of it. I can use it at a hotel room. I can use this spray also um, if I'm visiting someone or if someone comes to visit me and they may drop off some energy or drop off a spirit or something, not knowing that's what they did. I can use this spray. It's like a multi-purpose type of spray. And so that's why I called it Bitch Be Gone. So I'm going to give you the ingredients to this spray. Now you're going to need to use it for what's to come. Okay? It's shutting all of that down. Alright? Bitch Be Gone spray. So what you want to do is get you a spray bottle. Whatever size it is. 
you want to fill fill it up um not all the way to the top but you want to leave some room in it for the other ingredients you want to put some regular tap water if you want to if you want to buy bottled water you can do that too whatever you want pour that water into a pot um toss a bay leaf in there doesn't matter if it's a dry bay leaf or a front a fresh bay leaf put a bay leaf in there let that water boil up with that bay leaf while it's boiling inside of your spray bottle you want to add your vodka your florida water right and you want to get lavender orange and clove essential oil lavender orange and clove essential oil right after that water you know boils with that bay leaf in it you let it cool off you don't want to melt your little plastic spray bottle at all whatsoever and you pour that water into the bottle let it get cool and then you shake it and you spray it and bitch be gone gone and you're going to see within a few within a few minutes how that stagnant energy is cleared up or if there is a spirit that somebody dropped off you spray it and that spirit will go away i don't know where it goes but as long as it ain't near you that's the part that matters okay all right and for my last tip that uh is on my heart to share with you guys is when you mop your floors now some people i heard they do this really gross thing i think is gross uh and they said that people did it years ago uh, and it worked for them i'm i'm me personally i'm not doing it and people some people when they mop they put their own urine in it and mop the floor i think that's nasty that's just me i don't want urine on the floor i i, I So a trick to this is, well, what you can do instead of that is get you some pink Himalayan salt, get the biggest pot you got, boil the water, put the salt in there. You can put a spoon of salt in there, stir it because you need that salt to dissolve. Put that in your bucket and take your mop and you mop the floors. That pink Himalayan salt serves as... Uh, a layer of protection in your home okay I also find what works to keep spirits out and on the other side of your door is if you take some of that Himalayan salt and pour it in front of your door that thing works like nobody's business spirits will not come in there I don't know what it is about salt that they don't like but they don't like that shit especially if it's pink Himalayan salt they don't like it and they won't come past that damn soul either. If you live in a house, you can walk around your house, put some of that um, salt water in a bucket, dissolve that water in that bucket, and walk around your house and pour that water around your house um, and say a prayer or affirmation or whatever to protect your home. For me, I would be pleading the blood of Jesus around my home as I'm walking with that and pouring that bucket of water around my house if it was me. Okay.
All right, so that was all my spirit to come and share with y'all. So that's what I have wanted to share. Um, don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. Um, you can follow me on Pinterest at the Caribbean Astrologer. You can email me at the Caribbean Astrologer at gmail.com. You also can follow me over on uh, TikTok at the Caribbean Astrology. All right, you guys, until next time, shalom.